I think it's important to note that uh, fundamentals are also very strong. We've got a, a growing economy, uh, jobs, income. My administration has a job to do as well. And that job is to get this economy back on its feet. Now, first of all, I don't, I don't see America having problems. 25 years ago, I got ripped off with some whole life insurance. The only type of life insurance that you should have, in my opinion, is term insurance. Welcome to Infinite Banking Radio. In three short years, our financial system has turned upside down, but we still hear the same rhetoric and are pushed into the same strategies. The Infinite Banking Concept is a proven system that will transform your financial future. Now here's your host, Patrick Donahoe. Hey everyone, thank you uh, for downloading this month's podcast. This is Patrick Donahoe, you're listening to Infinite Banking Radio. Uh, we uh, we have an awesome guest in the uh, well. He's actually not a guest. He's he's a he's one of our new guys, uh, Justin Atkinson. He's here with me in the studio, and uh, today we're going to talk about the the human element of the infinite banking concept, which is uh, which is a very 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 important element. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, let me just kind of plug plug some of the stuff that we're uh, up to recently, uh, mainly our website. We continue to put uh, as much content as possible relative to the infinite banking concept, relative to our philosophy when it comes to financial management. And so you can uh, basically get uh, get that in, in some of your favorite or bookmarked uh, location on your browser and uh, just check in every once in a while and see uh, what we've put on the blog. Uh, we've done the podcast uh, obviously for several years now. So if you are new to the podcast, you can go back all the way to, to 2007 and listen to uh, what we were doing and who we were interviewing at that point. Uh, last month we had an awesome guest on the uh, on the podcast. His name was uh, Nelson Nash. He was the he is uh, the creator of the Infinite Banking concept and wrote the uh, the best selling book uh, Becoming Your Own Banker. So definitely go and check uh, check that podcast out uh, for last uh, last month. Uh, we've also again put up a um, a new, uh, new new program on our website. It's a free educational curriculum. It uh, takes several hours to get through. It's called Infinite 101. Uh, tons of tutorials, basically reviewing a lot of the most frequently asked questions or misunderstood ideas about the infinite banking concept. So we've put that up. It's absolutely free. You can access that from our website. The website, again, www.paradigmlife.net. Uh, subscribe to our newsletter. We're sending our newsletter out every, every month. The newsletter is going to have a, kind of a summary of the blog post that we've made during the month as well as some of the videos that we've done and also the podcast and some other relevant things uh, just to kind of keep you up to speed with uh, with what we're up to and maybe give you some additional ideas if you are an existing client about how to uh, best use your your policy and how to you know make sure you're following all the rules and operating the system uh, the best way possible. Um, recently, uh, over the last about about two months or so, uh, there has been a, a series of, uh, of of letters, I guess you can call them, for for lack of a better term, uh, from a, a newsletter that we uh, that we all subscribe to, and and we've had on the the show as a guest, the, the 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 head editor of this newsletter, the Palm Beach Letter, and they've come out with a series of uh, of articles about uh, permanent insurance, whole life insurance, uh, and the infinite banking concept. They're not done with the series yet; they're on on series number. Number uh, seven, uh, but some really great stuff that they're putting out there. Just a really easy way to to understand some of the the basic things that uh, that we do here at, at Paradigm Life. So uh, so definitely check them out. Uh, the Palm Beach Letter it's out of South Florida, and uh, just a great great and regardless as far as the content that they provide, the advice that they provide, uh, which is definitely in sync with what we're doing uh, doing here. Okay, so uh, let's get to Justin and let's get to uh, uh, to the the topic for today, which is the, the human element. So Justin. Why don't we uh, uh, just start with you giving us or giving some of the the, the listeners uh, background as far as uh, 
what you what you did before you came to Paradigm Life. You know, actually, uh, before I was with Paradigm Life, I've been uh, a trainer for a particular company here in Salt Lake City called Impact Trainings. And I've been doing that for about 20 years now, and so I've been working with individuals, uh, you know, on, on a personal basis because what we're doing is we're looking at their their belief systems, what really makes them tick, what they have decided about themselves based on life experiences, and see if it's based on truth or not. So um, I've always been one that uh, wants to know specifically about what is true and make sure that what I'm sharing with people is truth, too. So, uh, so I, you know, I've done that, but then also I've been in the uh, insurance industry for, uh, you know, about 12 years now, and uh, I've got a client base, you know, it's pretty large, but uh, I've been dealing with a lot of retirees and, again, dealing with things that are very conservative, very safe. You know for sure what's going to happen, so there's no, there's no surprises at the end of the rainbow. So with your experience, you've seen, you know, a lot of uh – You've been able to interact with a lot of people and see kind of how they're they're running their lives, and you've obviously you know from from impact, which is uh, more I get, what's what's be- the best definition, more uh, kind of life coaching or just ex- explore you know personal exploration or personal development. How would you define that? You know, I, I would do a lot more on life coaching. Uh, it's it's really a life it's a life training is what it is because we're just dealing with everyday individuals and uh, people that are from all walks of life. Cool. And then obviously being being in insurance, you've kind of done done a few things and then uh, came across the infinite banking concept. That's what you've been doing for the last, last couple of years, correct? Yeah, actually yeah. I came upon, uh, came upon the infinite banking concept uh, close to four years now. And uh, <clears throat> as soon as I came upon it, I mean, it was, it was a no-brainer mm-hmm. because it just absolutely makes sense. And uh, there's, there's absolute substance to it and truth to it. And, uh, and so for myself, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, this is, this is, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm going to do. And you've been, you've been great. It's, been, it's awesome to talk to you because uh, just, just the conversations that, that we have, you're, you're in tune with, with, with quite a bit, not just, just on the insurance side of things, uh, but also just uh, based on the topic, which is why I chose the topic for today, about how, how people make decisions, what's going on in their mind, uh, what are some of the preconceived ideas that they've had throughout their life, and how some of them are, are, are not true and have led to really you know, difficult things that are occurring in their life, and being able to kind of throw those, uh, I, I guess, you know those those what they thought were truths out the door allows them to have you know pretty profound breakthroughs and make some uh, make some changes in their life, which ultimately will lead to really good things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's that's what I've been about you know for quite some time now, working with people and not only in the financial side of things, but also in their personal lives too. Because there's a lot of things that people base truth on, and they base it on their own experiences, or they base it on what some people someone has told them in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And if that person that gave them that information was a credible source, mm-hmm. if it was like a parent or if it was some leader that they had or some financial expert or whoever that might be, they then take that information as absolute truth when it might not be truth at all. Yeah, and I think I think far too often, I think we're all susceptible to this, but far too often we we put tr- – and it's good to trust people, you know, but, but we put trust in, in people um, thinking that what they're providing us is, is absolutely true or absolutely the right thing for us. And without us necessarily going on our own and doing due diligence and being responsible for whatever it is. And ultimately, there's some disappointment there. And it's difficult to, to let go of things that we thought were true, I would assume. And you've probably seen that firsthand. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, again, you have people that base things off of <clears throat> what they consider to be a very, very viable source. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, once that source begins to be questioned as, well, is it viable or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it can be tough for people to let go of those things. Yeah, so and I think this kind of leads into to, to why the the infinite banking concept is such a uh, is such a good system is because it really helps mitigate uh, the negative sides of human behavior when it comes to 
financial decisions. And so when people when people are doing things, whether it's spending money uh, or whether they're saving money or they're investing money, oftentimes there's kind of this irrational uh, a component to the decision itself, which often leads them onto the, onto the wrong path. So have you being in the insurance industry for as long as you have, uh, you know, specifically doing infinite banking for for four years, but being in the insurance industry for so long, you've been able to see a lot of uh, good financial situations, uh, but also some some pretty bad ones as well. And so, how do you think the bad ones um, started? Okay, they ended bad, but how do you think they originated? Well, quite honestly, a lot of what I see is that unfortunately we're we're emotional beings. And we, we make a lot of decisions at times that aren't very logical or very rational. And so, so the emotions come into playing. And, and when, it's, when it comes down to the emotions, you never know for sure what you're going to decide. And, and, again, it might be based on some, some formation of ideas that aren't sound at all. No. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I think that's the biggest thing that happens, though, is that with people with their money mm-hmm. is they're basing it on emotion. And they go out and they see something and they get all emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. And without them having any kind of system or any kind of basis on how to make that decision, they just make it on pure emotion. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I consider, you know, the, the, us as humans just fascinating beings because look at, look at what we've accomplished. We've done some incredibly amazing things, going to the moon, flying. You know, I've, I've traveled a, a lot recently. Uh, just, just the idea behind flying in an airplane, just how uh, magnificent that is, and, and especially how much we've evolved over the last, you know, just couple, couple decades, uh, technology-wise. Um, but yet, the statistics out there financially show that we're we haven't made the right, we haven't made the smartest financial decisions. Uh, whether it's you know the kind of the impulsive buys or the emotional investment decisions, wanting to hit home runs and home runs and home runs with these huge rates of return, which ends up being you know Ponzi schemes or or mm-hmm. fraud or just market speculation, which doesn't doesn't end well. Um, so what's what's the idea there? Because we are, I mean, we're it's amazing how smart we are. People would you know a hundred years ago. Or even maybe seventy-five years ago, could look at what we're doing today as, as a human race. They'd be blown away, okay. But yet we're in some we're in some bad times right now, both with our economy and uh, people's personal economy. So what's mm-hmm. where's the dich- I mean, there's a dichotomy. What's what's going on? What, do you, what are your what's your analysis? What's your prognosis? You know, for me, really, what what's coming up, Patrick, is that it comes down to education. Mm-hmm. It comes down to that basis again of of what we of what we what we determine our actions on. And people aren't educated when it comes to finances. Mm-hmm. They're, not ed- they're not educated on, on how to handle their money. They're not educated on where to put their money. And they're, they're just fed a lot of information about, you know, chase a rate of return. And, uh, and because that's kind of the more of the mainstream idea out there, you got a lot of people that just follow the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like this cartoon that I, I'll never forget this cartoon. It's great. And it was a far side cartoon. And it showed a picture of all these sheep going in one direction, and, uh, and all of them, as they were going in one direction, they were going off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so <laughs> wouldn't you know it, though, there was one sheep in the middle of all of them, and it was going the opposite direction. And the caption right above it, it said, excuse me, excuse me, as he was kind of fumbling his <laughs> way through the crowd going in the opposite direction. Well, I think there, there, is, there is that crowd effect. It, it's not wanting to be different. Um, not not wanting to um, look like you're you know like you're stupid or look like um, look like an idiot. I mean, I think there's a fear there's a fear behind there. There's a f- people want to fit in. People want to be a part part of something. Mm-hmm. And if suddenly they're at the lunch table and they're doing something different, you know, it's uh, they kind of stand out. They're the black sh- they're the black sheep. 
Uh, and so I think, you know, with, with what's gone on over the, over, over the last uh, couple of decades, I guess you can say, is people really have uh, put trust in Wall Street, put trust in the financial media, put trust in other people as to their financial well-being. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think because of the, the you know, amazing evolving, uh, everything's evolving as far as technology is concerned, people want the, the latest and greatest, the new computer, the new iPhone, the new, the new everything at whatever expense, even though it's not within uh, their capacity to buy, they're buying and buying and buying and buying. And ultimately, that leads them to a very, very poor, very poor path. Okay, so looking at uh, you know the infinite banking concept, how would you you know how, what's been your experience? Because you've only been here for a couple months, but what's your experience before with seeing people um, kind of shift their their modus operandi as far as how they operate their money and what what they're doing differently and how it's really uh, c- kind of combating this emotional side of of uh, a financial decision? Okay, um, <clears throat> I think the best thing that I've seen that's really assisted people with this is that the infinite banking concept is a system. And and quite honestly, people love they love a system. They love something they can plug themselves into. Kind of like you were saying earlier, it's like the 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 herd mentality. And so, if they don't have a system, then they're just r- randomly doing whatever they do. Mm-hmm. And so, the infinite banking concept to me is is a way for somebody to plug into a system that works. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not all the questions about well, is it going to work? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Mm-hmm. Is the market going to crash? You don't have any of that. And uh, so, you've you've got that to work with. And then also too. To me, what it gives is it gives someone peace of mind. And and quite honestly, you know, we, we've talked about all the impulsive decisions that people make. Mm-hmm. And, and I wouldn't be surprised that if you went to 9 out of 10 people and asked them, how do you feel about the decisions that you're making? Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt it if 9 out of 10 people are going to say, you know what, I just don't feel good about it, but I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And, uh, and because they're, they're just doing what, what they know. They're lacking that system. And so for me, the infinite banking concept is a great system that allows them to plug in, and they can just follow it. And, and if they just follow it and do the principles, I mean, it just works. It just works. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's yeah. a system. It's like you do this, 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 and this. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a math equation. Okay, 2 plus 2 cannot equal 5. 2 plus 2 is going to equal 4 all, all the time. It's an absolute principle. So I think you know, the, the rules behind this system – uh, have worked forever because they're just they're just principles and they're just they're just rules, um, yeah. and so looking at you know looking at individuals, uh, I, I think that you know a lot of the a lot of the results of, of poor financial decisions uh, have been very catastrophic. I mean I think that you know looking at divorce rates, uh, looking at suicide rates, looking at um, you know a lot of the the bad things that happen in life oftentimes come as a result of of poor financial decisions. Now, the poor financial decisions, and one of the things that you said really hit hit home is this idea of peace of mind and clear thought and, and the lack of stress. Uh, and I think that that carries into every aspect of life. And if you do not have that peace of mind, if you do have stress in, in relation to how much money you have or uh, the money in the market, if it's going to go up and down, are you going to have enough for retirement? If you have, or I have too much debt, I have too much payments, I don't know where my money's going, I have no money at the end of the day, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? That carries into all these different parts of life, and eventually things start to spiral, spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know having something that you uh, can can look at and understand and be educated about, uh, and then obviously implement with not just yourself but your your family, and your business, your investments, and so forth. It allows you to have some more absoluteness to to what's going to happen in in the future. It's not going to be based on hypotheticals. It's not going to be based on if this happens, if this happens, if this which is not outside of your control. It's based on if this happens. 
happens which is within your control. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, uh, part of human beings wants to speculate. It wants to gamble. It wants to go to, uh, you know, it, it wants to go to, to Wall Street and put money on that IPO and try to hit hit home runs. It's trying to go to Vegas or to go to uh, to Atlantic City and put it on black, let it ride. I mean, the pe- people have that, you know, that natural drive to just win it big. That's why the lottery... Um, and we don't have a lottery here in Utah, but that's why the lottery is uh, is so successful. It's just because people, they buy that ticket, and what's in their mind as they walk outside of the convenience store? Oh, I'm the winner. Oh, I'm the winner. Oh, man, if I get that you know, billion dollars, or what, I don't know, but if I get that half a billion dollars, okay, I can do this, and I can do this. And, and their mind starts to go, go, down that, go down that path. And what it does is it forms that habit that, or that belief system that in order for me to be in that lifestyle, more of me to have that lifestyle, I need to gamble. I need to hit hit for home run. I need to, you know, bases are loaded. I need to hit that grand slam. I need to swing for the fence. There's no strategy anymore. It's just all, you know, all hands on deck. Whatever, whatever, you know, whatever uh, expletive you want to use. You know? it, it, that, that's that's how that's how people are operating. I think that uh, there's a part. I, I guess it, with investing and. and uh, there's a part of that. There's a part. There's a, a role for speculation. There's a, there's a role to, to do, but it's not the role of your primary investments. Your primary financial plan. Your primary financial plan should have some guarantees associated. It should have some absoluteness to it. It should have some rules around it. Specifically, rules that help with this idea of, of human behavior. Making sure that when you're making a specific decision, that you're doing it because of principle or following a set of rules, not because you're just haphazardly, you know, throwing money here and there. I think I can afford this. I think I can afford that. Okay. So lo- looking at you know how it's helped you maybe in your personal life, what, why don't you maybe discuss as you kind of came into Because you were in insurance before this. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are maybe some things that you had to kind of get around mentally uh, to look at, okay, this isn't me buying a product and the product is doing something. This is me buying a product and I have rules attached to it in the way in which I'm going to use it. Why don't you talk about that transition period if you remember that? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll even go a step before that. Because the step before that was life insurance. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, yeah. is, is, is this really? And I always thought, you know, I heard about a lot of people that a lot of agents that were doing very well selling life insurance. And I was like, how in the world do you succeed at doing that? Yeah. I mean, it's life insurance. Yeah. And so, so that was really the first thing for me to, to, to get over was, yeah, I'm going to be doing this through a life insurance policy. But then once I started to see oh, my gosh, you can do this with it, and you get these tax benefits, and you get the availability of the money, and you've got all of this liquidity. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it became entirely different. And, and then to begin to realize that I can start to set up my own banking system and eliminate all other banks, I mean, if that's not enough motivation to somebody, I, boy, what else is going to get you going? Yeah. Um, and so so that was a lot of it for me is is to just start to see that, all the money and everything that I was spending that was l- personally leaving my economy, my own personal economy. And, of course, you, everybody has their own personal economy. And if you really start to take a look at it, how well are you managing that personal economy? People aren't doing a very good job. So that, that was one of the big things for me is to realize, oh, my gosh, all of this is leaving. And if I can reverse the flow of that financial energy and bring it back to me rather than away from me, mm-hmm. that, that was a game changer. And I think – People, I think naturally, people want to progress. They want to feel like they're they're better off 
next month than they were the previous month or the next year than the previous year. And right now, there's just so much stagnation. In fact, there's probably more digressing than there is progressing. And I think looking at that, again, it just adds to that, that fear, that, in, that anxiety. And once, and I think it comes down to education. It becomes, it's becoming aware of, okay, this is where I'm at. Okay, uh, it's either good or bad, most likely bad. But this is what I'm going to do about it. And this is how I'm going to get better next month and then the month after that and the month after that and the month after that. And it just starts to spiral in a good direction. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, looking at whether it was you or, um, you know, or, or different clients, I mean, being able to see a person make that, that shift, make that paradigm shift mentally and really recognize that there's, there's hope out there. There's, there's a plan. There's something that I can do that's really going to help me progress financially. Because I think naturally everybody wants to, everyone wants to do that and everyone wants to feel, mm-hmm. feel that. Yeah. Uh, but right now it's, I mean, the statistics are, are clear as day. The statistics are we have uh, way too much debt. We have no savings. And, uh, you know, our, our wages are less than they, they used to be. Uh, people's wages are going up. But you factor in inflation, people are getting paid mu- much less. Then you look at all the news headlines, and it's like fear, 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 fear. I mean, pe- people just don't have much optimism anymore. And, and I think that's really leading down down a bad path. But I think with what we're doing and, and what you've done in the past and the success that you're having, it's really helping people uh, develop this hope. And that hope is going to carry into other aspects of their life and hopefully get us out of the, the rut that, that we're in right now as, as, a, as a collective. Mm-hmm. So yeah. any, final, any final thoughts? Uh, you know, I do have one more. And this was something that, um, that I love whenever I'm working pe- with people right now. When I start to explain to them and educate them about infinite banking, the one thing I always ask them is, do you have any more questions? And they come back and say, you know what? This makes total sense. And, uh, and I said, oh, it's pretty simple, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, this is, this is really simple. And it's almost like they're surprised because they're wanting me to, to kind of give them something that's really complex. Yeah. But no, it's simple. And, uh, and, and, and I see the beauty in that. I see the power in that of infinite banking. And, uh, and really, I think that's what it comes down to is that a lot of people, they go in and they put money into various different things, and they, they don't have a clue what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, by the time it comes back, they realize when it's too late <laughs> that I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and uh, so that's what's great about this whole infinite banking is that it's simple, it's straightforward, and, uh, I mean, anybody can do it. I read, a, I read an article the other day. And it it really it was one of those that didn't make you feel that great, and it basically was some some quotes by the SEC as to the the justification of some of the parts of the Dodd Frank bill, uh, which is the most recent you know bank and, and financial industry re- uh, regulation. And it basically just paraphrasing said that um, people don't you know the SEC this is them saying it that people are basically financially illiterate mm-hmm. and they're dumb. They don't make good decisions. Therefore, we need to step in. And make sure that they don't get taken advantage of, uh, because we have. And again, and it referenced two parts of financial planning, which was interesting because it was coming from the SEC: uh, compound interest and inflation. And and so if you if you really look at that, most people don't understand the, the nature of compound interest. They don't understand the nature of inflation and how much it erodes any type of gain. Uh, then you go into other different. I mean, we can go off on tangents there. Uh, but the idea behind that is is basically proving the point that uh, people are, people are not educated. And I think that's what it uh, comes down to. And I think you know, here at Paradigm Life, we really focus on on that education. We probably try to put as much information out there as as possible because there's a lot of ways to skin the cat. 
and uh, and so the infinite banking concept is, is is specific to the individual and the individual situation. So I I think again looking at just you know individuals uh, making good decisions, you have to have a, have a good framework. You have to have a plan. You have to have a system. Uh, and this, I mean, infinite banking concept. There's several books out there. Uh, there's another book too uh, from a, from a good friend of mine who's the woman that got me into the industry. Uh, her name is Kim Butler. And uh, and she uh, has just come out with a book, and it's a it's an amazing book. So we'll we'll put a link to that book uh, on our website. But definitely go and look at Nelson Nash's original book. Uh, go onto our website, check out Infinite One Hundred One. Um, get educated, see what it see what it's about. And looking at the experience that we've had, uh, if anything, it's going to add to your financial education. Uh, it could be more. It could really revolutionize the way in which you uh, you set everything up. But if anything, it just increases your financial education. So take the time, go and do that. Uh, so Justin, thank you again for for being here. You're, you're a great guy, and you've been doing some amazing things here, and we appreciate that. Uh, we'll have you back on the podcast uh, podcast soon. Yeah, look forward to it. Thank okay, you, everyone. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening this month. Uh, go to our website again, www.paradigmelife.net, to access some of the resources that we've mentioned on the podcast today. Uh, make it a great one. Bye.